0: Greetings and thank you for tuning in to another segment of MCG Wellness and You. I'm here today just to share with you and let my hair down on a subject that is somewhat taboo for many of us, the subject of death, dying, grief, and mourning. This is just my opinion, and you can take it for what it's worth, but death is not the end. Death is merely a transition from this earthly realm, this physical mortal body, to our true spiritual nature. And that is something that me and my husband, Bobby, Coach B known to many. We always talked about that. It was open conversation for us to talk about death and dying because we knew that it wasn't the end. I share with you today because um, at this time, it's been approximately four weeks a month since my husband, Bobby, Coach B, transitioned from this earthly realm. And so it's very bittersweet to even record this podcast. But I know that as I'm talking to you, he's with me in spirit at all times and encouraging the words that I share with you. He and I were best friends, lovers, partners, in everything. We did everything together. And the last couple of years, we basically were in each other's sight, not leaving each other's side. So it's very hard to sit here and tell you that I don't miss it because I do. I miss him. And it's a void that can never be filled. However, it takes baby steps to live in this moment and move forward. Not move on, but move forward. There's a difference. Moving forward means that I, in this moment of mourning, of grieving, I'm missing him. I'm still living. I'm left here behind to honor him in everything that I do and say and act. I still represent the us that was. Because again, he was my life partner. So that doesn't just turn off. Others around me may question the fact that I may not grieve as someone else has, and I may not break down and cry. I may not, you know, sit in a room alone, depressed, or eat uncontrollably, or not eat uncontrollably, or just not able to function. Well, I'm here to share with you, grieving takes a different form in everybody. So whatever I share with you today is not your story. This is my story. You grieve or will grieve in your own way. And you get past that grieving and that mourning point at your own time. So as I talk to you, am I over it? No. No. I will never be over it. I will never be over losing my soulmate, losing my partner, losing my navigator. Losing my ride or live guy. Losing my main man. Losing my babe. Losing my hubby. Losing my all of that and so much more. No. I will never be over the loss of him being here with me physically. But I truly know that he is forever in my heart and that is what I hold on to the fun memories the bad memories the good memories all of that encompassed our love for each other the time we had together the 14 years of marriage the good the bad the ugly those are things that will always be a part of me as I remember him and I create new memories with our family, and I talk about him always. So if you know me personally, and you're in my presence, and I speak of my husband, I speak of Bob, I speak of Coach B, don't look at me strange because he still lives within me. His spirit is with me, so if I speak of him, I'm going to mention his name. It's been difficult in times um, many people ask how are you doing and they're expecting you to say good okay and move on and normally that's how I respond I'm good I'm okay one moment at a time and those things are true however there's been times when I would expound more in going through the story of the last moments with him and just letting people know you know how I felt sometimes that was taken in in good faith. Other times I could feel a person's spirit and see their expression as if to say, oops, I didn't want to hear all of that. And I don't apologize for that because that's part of what's helping me get through this process, being able to talk about it, because it has come to the point where I question Myself as to what could have been done differently. Could we have done something more? Could we have done something faster to allow him to still be here? And that's just something that continuously plays in my head. Those answers will never be there. God planned out everything that happened when it happened. That wasn't our plan. He's supposed to be right here with me doing this podcast and hanging out and riding, you know, the highways as my true navigator. But God had another plan for him. And I share with a lot of people who knew him personally and knew the medical challenges he was going through. He battled seven years with cancer. And almost a year as a kidney renal failure patient on home dialysis. And Bob was a, was a strong man. He was a very confident man in who he was. And those who knew him knew he didn't bite his tongue when he spoke to you. And it wasn't to hurt you, but it was basically just to bring out truth. And he had no filter. <laughs> I loved him for that because he was the you know yin to my yang. And as I was an introvert, he was the one outspoken and you know, the the social butterfly. And that complimented me and I complimented him. Again, we were a complete couple. But he even stated himself he was tired. He was tired and he didn't want to be any longer in this body that was breaking down. He would say that on many occasions and I would be like, babe, don't say that, you know, it's all good. You you know, you good. He'd also say, I don't want to be a burden to you and to our youngest who was there in the house with us. He wasn't a burden. We did what we had to do to help him whenever needed. Trust me, he was a very independent man who, who did things on his own. So when his health was at a point where he needed us to assist, he was thankful, yes. But it bothered him because he was a strong, confident, independent man. So I say all that in in that aspect just to let you know who he was. And his last moments with, with here on earth were sad. They were sad for me because I was there at his bedside and I was being selfish and the reason I say that is because I watched him over the years go through and battle and fight and live through cancer and if you saw him you would have never known that he was even as sick as he really was because he never complained. He never put himself in front of somebody else. He was always doing for somebody else. And the reason I say that I was selfish because his last day, they called me to the hospital to be there with him and he was sedated and on a ventilator and couldn't talk to me, but they always say that they can hear you, so... My last words to him were, babe, I love you, the children love you, your mom loves you, and of course God loves you. And then I told him, I said, I'm sorry if I've been selfish for holding you here, but we're okay. But we're okay. And everything is okay. And again, I love you. And no sooner than I finished saying, I love you, his heart rate went to zero. And I looked at the nurse and the nurse looked at me and she said, he's gone. She said, he was waiting for you to get here. And of course, I stood there in shock, not knowing what to think or what to say. And I looked over at him. And I I turned to walk out the room to call my mother-in-law. And as soon as she picked up the phone, she says, um, she says, I already know. Before I could even say anything, she says, I already know that my baby's gone. And in that moment, I couldn't help but the tears began to flow. And once I got off the phone with her, I went back in just to be with him. As long as I could. And even at that point, I still could not register that he was no longer physically here. Within a week, we had his services, and even then, seeing him there for the last viewing. It still wasn't real, it still wasn't setting with me. It just felt that he was away, and I was still waiting for the hospital to call me to come and pick him up because he was ready to come home again this this is this is somewhat somewhat difficult, but it it's good for me to be able to share this and. Just speak on this because this is real for me. And I pray that it helps somebody else get through the process to let you know it's okay to cry. It's okay to miss them. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to go through the mourning because they were special parts of us. And Bob will forever be a special part of me. Our vows were sacred to me and to him because he spent the rest of his life with me. And now I choose to spend the rest of my life loving him and living forward as he would have wanted. But this is a, a real thing. Death, dying, grief, and mourning It hurts. It's a hurt that you can't explain. It's a hurt that you would never be able to define in words or in emotions that others would not understand. I not not only lost a husband. My mother-in-law lost a son. My sister's-in-law lost a brother. My brother's-in-law's lost a brother. Our children lost a father. So again, each one of us are grieving in our own ways. But I can only share with you what I've gone through, am going through, and will go through. And I'm thankful that Bob tried to prepare me. He tried to prepare all of us. There were many times when he would say, I'm not going to be with you long. He even told friends of ours that, you know, why you got me here? Because my time with you is short. But I would always brush it off, being naive and saying, baby, you got a lot more years to go. We got 20 plus more years to be together. But he was telling me this. He was sharing this with me. He was letting me know he was trying to prepare us but there's never a preparation that you can do for a loved one that's gone or a loved one that's leaving you through death again i just pray that what i share with you will help someone understand that it's okay to be real be transparent We don't have to put on a good face for others. They're not going to understand how you grieve. And it's not for them to understand. God forbid anybody else has to go through the loss of a spouse just to understand what I'm going through. But just being able to hear me share with you that this is a real situation and it's not something that's quickly over with in a short period of time or You may see and say, well, you should be over it by now. Again, you don't get over it. You just mourn in your own way. You have to talk to somebody. You have to share with somebody. You have to let it out. You can't hold it in. You can't because it becomes detrimental to your health. And you're healing and growing. So, again, I pray that I have said something to help somebody. Even if you've never gone through the process of a loved one, of losing a loved one. And I pray that you never have to anytime soon. But if you know someone who has gone through a loss, try to be patient with them. Again, it's not that you'll understand their process of grieving and what they're going through, but just be mindful of how you come across or how you say something or how you think they should be feeling because we can never understand how somebody else is feeling, especially with the loss in death. I had someone to ask me if I was ready to move forward in cleaning up and getting his things and, you know, packing them away. And and I said, no, I'm not. Because that's something I have to do when I am ready to do, if I choose to do. I know you guys are probably listening like, OK, you're not going to get rid of. Well, there's things that I don't need to get rid of there are things that are sentimental to me that I will always have and keep a part of me. Even with my husband, we did, we did have a service for him and he was cremated afterwards. And at this moment, as I'm recording this podcast, I still have his ashes on the table right beside our bed. I haven't gone through the process of opening them yet. He has requested that be scattered, and they will be. However, some of the ashes will be placed in keepsakes for his daughters and for myself. And I will keep some to have in the house with me. Some people think that's strange. Some people think that's weird or creepy. However, for me, that's what I choose. That's what he and I talked about. And that's what we choose to do. That's healing for me because it keeps him close to me, even though I know he's he's closer in spirit than he is those ashes. But symbolically, that's my way of healing. Again, I hope you all don't think that I'm crazy with what I'm sharing, but this is my story. This is what I'm going through and how I'm processing things. I just like to say thank you to my husband Bob, his mom, Miss Bobby Jean, and to his sisters and his brothers for allowing me to share Bob for these 14 years. And again, I pray that you all are processing through this time of healing with the loss but knowing that he's forever with us in our hearts and that will never go away. I may not reach out to you um, as I need to, but just know that I love you guys and I'm thankful to have been a part of your family, praying that I will continue to be a part of your family. And I also like to thank the children for allowing me to share their dad and knowing that, He's not physically here, but we still have a relationship as well because I've told them, being able to see them, I see him through them in so many different aspects. So again, these things are part of my process of moving forward. Having the support of family is very important. Having the support of friends is very important. However, you have to realize that there's a timing for everything. So be patient with that person that's going through grief and mourning. And you be patient with your family members who may not understand what you're going through at this moment. This podcast is being recorded in the park. Today was a beautiful sunny day. And the place that I'm at is, is, is a place that Bob and I would have come to hang out. And just enjoy. And I know that he is pleased with me sharing because the sun is shining directly on me. And he always had a way of bringing the sunshine. In our our day, it could be raining, cloudy, or foggy. And he'd ask me, babe, you need a little sunshine? And I'd say, yes. And sure enough, the sun would peep through the clouds. So therefore, I know that he's pleased because he's shining on me now. And I thank him for continuing to be in my spirit, continuing to be with me in this podcast and every podcast going forward. So when you hear me say we, I'm speaking of the team of us that's still a team, even though he's physically not here. So just accept it when I say we. (laughs) We. Just accept it when I say we love you. I'm speaking of he and I. But just be thankful for those of you who knew him in your own way. Continue to hold on to those memories of him. Those conversations that you had with him that only you could have had with him. The things he shared with you that only he would have shared with you. Hold on to those and cherish those. And live in those moments and keep him alive. Because that's the way he would have wanted it. He would have wanted you to remember him that way. I thank you all for allowing me to share. Allowing me to be very transparent. And just allowing this moment of truth in my story. And the love that I had have and will always have for my hubby bobby bob coach b i love you all and thank you so much happy listening and be well